0: Hello again and welcome to How to Start a Podcast, a practical crash course to designing, building and launching your very first podcast from the Captivate team. I'm your host, Rachel. I'm content executive here at Captivate, and today I'll be joined by my special guest, Mark Asquith, CEO and co founder of Rebel Based Media and owner of podcast hosting platform Captivate FM. And you're listening to episode four, podcast equipment part two, software. In this episode, we're going to talk to you about the software that you need to record, edit and distribute your podcast. And like in the last episode, when we talked about essential equipment, this will be the final piece to your podcast tech stack. And before we jump into podcast software, remember that you can get so much more value from this podcast by joining the Podcast Launch Accelerator course and following along with the Crib Sheet. Both of these things are available now for free at podcastsuccessacademy.com. And in the course and in the Crib Sheet, there's over five hours of video tutorials that follow the exact same steps as this podcast. So if you ever need more detail or information on a certain topic, you're going to find it there. You'll also get instant access to our PDF crib sheet, which we've been referencing throughout this podcast, which gives you checklists, prompts and exercises to help you design your very first podcast confidently. It's free. So check it out at PodcastSuccessAcademy.com. What are the essential apps and software that all beginner podcasters need?
1: Depends how you are choosing to record, but the things that you always need are a way to capture your voice. So we talked about your microphone in the last session. We need a way to capture what's going into the microphone. And then we need a way of getting your voice, getting your audio out to the world and making sure that actually people can listen. The two optional pieces, whilst highly recommended we do classify them as optional because not everyone uses them, uh, a way to edit your podcast to make it sound tighter, to smarten the audio up, to take out the bits that you might not like or really just kind of make that feel like a better quality piece of content and potentially a way to remote record. So if you have guests or co-hosts or people that you're working with that live at the other side of the world, you need a way to capture their audio as well. So we'll dig into each one of those four because we do have recommendations and we are actually going to use each piece of that podcasting software stack with our new podcast, In and Around Podcasting. And we've got some very specific choices for that as well. So I know we'll break those down in just a sec. In
0: and Around Podcasting then, let's talk software, let's talk equipment. Mark, what are you going to record into when you're by yourself, when you're just doing a solo episode? What are your software recommendations and why is it so good?
1: Even though In and Around Podcasting will largely feature guests, both local to us and from across the world, there will be the odd occasion where I will want to do a solo podcast. Maybe it's reacting to industry news or bringing something that's very timely out to the podcaster. So my choice for actually recording and capturing that audio is going to be a little bit of hardware. Now we do have some options with this. We could choose Audacity, which is a free piece of software for our computers, which is really good, but in my view requires a little bit of a learning curve and is often used for editing. We could also use something equivalent from Adobe. So use something like Audition but I always prefer hardware to record. Now, what do I mean by hardware? Well, something that isn't running on a computer, something that is physical memory, something that is an SD card, something that will receive the audio and record it to something that, frankly, I can't accidentally leave on a train. So software is great, but it's tied so much to your laptop, which puts it at risk. So I'm actually going to be using a Zoom PodTrack P4, which is about 100 bucks, It's hardware built and designed by Zoom in Japan. Not to be confused with Zoom, the conference calling software. And what it does is it allows you to plug in up to four microphones to a little piece of hardware, a little device that's got four music beds so you can run music underneath. And will capture that audio for you to then take out of the SD card and pop into a little bit of editing software. So that's what I'm going to be doing for my solo shows. Now, I must stress that you can do this using software and Audacity is probably my recommendation for that recording just because it's free and you can do it. But I always recommend hardware recording. Now, the fun thing with this is that, of course, remember the ATR2100X and the Samsung Q2U, they all work with the Zoom and they all work with Audacity. So the Zoom PodTrap P4 is my choice for recording solo unless if you don't have the budget for that, that's fine look at audacity the free software for your computer
0: audacity works on mac pc and linux as well so there's lots of flexibility there um what happens when you're recording with guests across the pond from lands far away what happens then what is your choice
1: There are a multitude of mobile recording options and remote recording options really coming to market now. But the one that I always recommend because of its stability and the fact that we know the founders well enough to understand that they really are dedicated to their product is Squadcast. So Squadcast will allow you to record audio from anywhere in the world. But the real kicker with this is that the audio that's recorded will be recorded local to the person who is recording it. So what that means is, that I'm not logging into a Zoom room or into a Skype call and I'm not recording their audio as it is transmitted through Skype or through Zoom. What I'm doing is actually letting them record it on their side and that audio comes to me via Squadcast. So I get their unadulterated, unfiltered audio. So the quality is much, much better. Now, Zoom is the free option, okay? Squadcast costs a little bit of money. It's not much, but Zoom will do this for free. I don't think it's as easy. I don't think the quality is quite as good in my humble opinion. So I would highly recommend Squadcast. But the free option, if you don't want to pay, if you can't really find the budget for that, is just to use Zoom as well.
0: Let's say that you've recorded a whole episode with multiple guests or maybe just one guest, and you've got lots of different tracks going on. Um, What are your recommendations for editing? And do you need to edit even?
1: The latter is a fantastic point, and in my opinion, it's better to publish something and cut your teeth on podcasting than it is to worry about everything being perfectly edited. However, I don't think that things will scale well for you if you don't choose to edit moving forward. So to summarise that, you don't really need to edit to start with, but the sooner you can, the better quality audio you will end up with, and thus, the more people would be attracted to sticking around with your podcast. And when it comes to editing, it's really about what your budget is. And I'm talking here financial budgets and time budgets. Remember the overwhelming time trap is something that we have to overcome. So if you don't have the time, but you do have the budget, always outsource to an editor. That's the easiest way to do it. These people are professionals and it's not super expensive. However, I do know that can be prohibitive. So what I always choose to do is achieve a middle ground. I don't want to spend too much learning about music technology and music theory and audio theory and becoming a big audiophile, but I want to tighten my audio up. So I use a tool that I highly recommend and that should be your choice, which is called Alitu, A-L-I-T-U. And it's something that we'll be using for in and around podcasting. And what that does is it's an online piece of software that allows you to manipulate your audio using a really simple visual editor. So I would always recommend Ali2. And the reason that I particularly like finalizing my audio in Ali2 is because it allows you to publish directly to your podcast hosting platform as well. So you can publish directly to Captivate.fm and your show will be ready to go in Apple Podcasts pretty much immediately. So Ali2 is my recommendation, but I should give an honourable mention to Descript as well for doing text editor based first edits. I don't think you can do the full editing process in Descript, but it's a great first edit tool. So Descript gets an honourable mention, but I always recommend Ali2.
0: Speaking of distributing our podcast then, Mark, to Apple, Spotify and Google, um, we're going to be distributing and hosting our new podcast in and around podcasting on Captivate. Um, why is it your number one recommendation for a podcast hosting and distribution?
1: Well, Captivate has been designed by us, which is nice because we are podcasters. We do this every single day for, for eight hours a day, sometimes more. And When you're working with a hosting platform, you need something that's simple and that is going to give you everything that you need right where you need it and also the team that's going to support you. So Captivate is a podcast host and what a podcast host does is it will take your audio files, it will box them up, it will wrap some labels around them which are called show settings. So your name, your cover art, your title and so on. And it will put them in a box called an RSS feed. And that RSS feed is basically a feed of content that gets read by Spotify and Google and Amazon and Apple Podcasts. And every time you publish a brand new episode, that box of content, the RSS feed gets updated and Apple says, ah, yes, I see a new item in this box. A new episode has been published. Let me put it in the directory and give it to the listeners. And then what Apple Podcast does is it sends data back to the hosting platform, Captivate, whereby we can then tell you how many people have listened, where they've listened, when they listened, and so on and so forth. So a hosting platform is a requirement. You need that. And we use Captivate because, frankly, it's the easiest way to start a high-quality professional podcast. And it allows you to create multiple podcasts, multiple shows, and just publish really without any publication limits. So Captivate is a great choice. And remember... Hosting isn't complex. It doesn't need to be complex. It's just a little piece of software that you'll get used to using really, really quickly. And all it does just to recap is take your audio, wrap it up into a format that Apple, Spotify, and the rest of the directories can understand and give you data on what people do with that audio.
0: Yeah, I always like to understand it as a bit like it's, it's website hosting. Um but for your podcast it's like it's like a, if you were running a blog, you'd get a WordPress account and that's how your blog would end up on the internet. You choose a podcast host and that's how your podcast gets into the ears of your listeners. Um so yeah, an essential bit of kit. Thanks Mark. Thanks Mark for all of your brilliant software recommendations there. Um and if you wanted to follow along with the crib sheet, you can head to page 14 where you'll find all of our software and equipment recommendations all listed out for you. And what you can do is just tick off your choices and then when you come to record and release your podcast in a few episodes time, um you'll have an oven ready podcast editing and hosting solution that you have decided on yourself and if you go to the or podcast success academy.com there's even a cheeky little special coupon to sign up to captivate.fm so take advantage of that in the next episode I'll be sharing my tips for achieving high-quality sound without having to hire a flashy studio or an audio engineer. Plus, we'll show you the easiest way to get started with recording and move your podcast launch forward. And don't forget, we run through every step of the podcast launch process from creating an idea to podcast launch strategies, plus so much more in our free course over at podcastsuccessacademy.com head over now and get step-by-step checklists and more video recommendations and demos of all of the software mentioned in this episode to help you make the best most informed decision for your podcast right
1: off the bat and I'll see you next time